You're listening to In The Lead, the podcast for real estate pros looking to grow their business. Whether you're new to the business or a seasoned pro, we come to you each week with the latest technology and online strategies to help you sell more, work less, and make a difference in your community through your real estate business. This show is brought to you by Easy Agent Pro, creators of Lead Sites, the ultimate lead generation website for agents. For show notes and links, check out EasyAgentPro slash podcast. Good afternoon, good morning, and good night to all the EAPers listening to the In The Lead podcast. My name is Chris McHale. I'm your host tonight, and we have a full house, which is fantastic. We've got Mr. Alec. How you doing? Picking his nose. Looking hey, good. I am uh, pleased as punch to be here. Pleased as punch. What? Okay. Yeah. So we've. I'm I'm tickled pink. Tickled pink. So we've got technically. So technically, Some old school sayings for Technically, you. Alec is going to be like our. Um, Hell's Kitchen chef Gordon Ramsay of the group. He always has some really fantastic. Uh, Do you cook? Alex? I, I get to yell at people. Yeah, you can or... if you want. <laughs> you had, you uh, had okay. mini. Qui- you had what? Peanut butter and yogurt, mini quiches, and what's the next yeah. one? What's today's? Dude, today I had I had trail mix, man. I got <laughs> so you introduce him as the okay. chef, and All he's right. cooking trail mix. Good job. <laughs> yeah, trail mix and coffee. That's what <laughs> I had today. You gotta add a. You gotta scoop a protein on there. Yeah, you always have to bulk, dude. You always have to bulk. You know that. Speaking of uh, coffee, Roberts officially had three gallons of it today. How are you doing today, man? Right. Yeah, I'm on my 40th ounce before we started the show. So I'm telling you. Feeling don't, good? He's alive. not even joking. <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys don't hear from him uh, next week, it's probably because he's in the hospital on dialysis or something. <laughs> but we're getting close to that shift That's a lot of April, caffeine, so dude. Exciting stuff there. Yeah, that's, that's why a he's lot. got a pound it. Dude, yeah. we're working on a lot. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? What's going on with you? You guys were really busy last week, left us high and dry. So what, what's up? What's, what's going on? Well, just a lot of good stuff. We're, um, we're putting the, the finishing touches on, uh, on paths, so that's really cool. That's coming out soon. And then, uh, yeah, we got a, a few more projects lined up. I'm not going to go too much into those. But our next release will be cool. As usual. Path. It'll basically yeah, touch paths all the apps. Right? Dude, it, I'll jinx it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we got the some good stuff coming out this we'll month. So later like this month, we'll have... We got blog templates. We have we'll have uh, six new blog templates for everyone to use. We got a new uh, home value, so that's pretty sweet. We're kind of blowing up seller magnet, and um, yeah, and then one more secret one that I'm really not going to go into. Yeah, so that's what I like to hear. Love I'm trying it. to trying to launch it on time. If we talk, it's not going to launch. So I'm just gonna. Keep, <laughs> I got to keep the juju up. <laughs> I wish that we also had some like live sound effects that I could use during the recording of the podcast because Tyler said he had to go to the PP really bad earlier. Um, so speaking of Tyler, how are you doing aside from not being able to go to the bathroom am, before the I'm podcast? I'm doing great, What's Chris. On, thanks, for, thanks for diving into that. Did you get new glasses? You got new glasses? No, no. New haircut, though. Yeah, oh, Shaved okay. a bit of the... the that was... I was getting a bit bushy, so, so I had to trim that down. <laughs> and, then, like, and but then um no, no just could have used a better word maybe scruffy <laughs> but um yeah so like that. you'll see it we're making we're making a couple video courses coming out soon so um a lot of you have questions i'm gonna be on a facebook live thing too so yeah let's talk about uh, what else i want to talk about too is kelvin posted a really fantastic thing about an update on office hours um so what what's going on with that now uh, yeah, Tyler. so we're updating the office hour format. We've kind of been uh, treating it as a beginner section. We're actually developing a course for beginners of lead sites uh, that everyone gets with lead sites. And then we're turning office hours into the uh, practitioner portion of that where you get homework, we do a thing, you come back, you say how it did, we tweak it from there so that it's more of a like getting the result 
oriented thing rather than here are the features oriented things. So um, putting the features into things right. you can do, discover yourself, and then uh, branching out and taking our education even further there. Fantastic. Love it. Super excited. Kelvin will be teaching the first class. And speaking of Kelvin, what's the spring tip advice of the week, my friend? I didn't come prepped for this one today. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I hear it. You have one job. You have one job. I have one job. I'm sorry. It's been a busy week. Sandals with socks is making. <laughs> what, what did you say, Tyler? Sandals with socks. I'm wearing no, it everywhere. That is false. So I'm wearing it right now. A pair of just because you do it doesn't make it right. That is not. A, they're that pretty is, comfortable. No, he put them up. He put the. Socks oh, oh no, man. dude, dude. The those puffy Adidas sandals, man. That's dude, don't like don't do that. I do that everywhere. Hey, I M- think it's. I think MJ it's was wearing those final game. Let me let me ask you this, Tyler. <laughs> you put on a very beautiful shirt. You got your hair cut. And That's what you, I was just thinking. It's like the news reporter <laughs> thing where they like don't wear pants like from the waist down. It's like you don't even want to see it. But he's got this great nice shirt on. Like, on what are you doing, you dude? On Hanes underwear socks with sandals. It, What's going on, dude? I think that are you, okay? I think are you that's good? Stylish. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, right. man. You heard it here. I that's a new spring thing. I'll do it next week. I'll tr- I'll test the waters. Well, don't don't listen to Kelvin though. He's down on boat shoes too, and and those are soft. <laughs> man, you gotta give it up. Gotta give it up for boat shoes now. So. I know. Hey, I anyway, boat shoes. get those top siders. That's right. Yeah, there you go. All right. Now that we're done talking about speaking, of you shoes, sound like babe. a bunch of frat boys in here, guys. We gotta <laughs> we gotta get going. <laughs> we we gotta clean it up. We have. Uh, thank you for dealing with all my crap. I gotta give you guys these intro- a little bit. In, in like three it. months, these intros are just gonna be the whole show. We're not even gonna get to real estate. <laughs> I know we're up to like six minute intro right now. Perfect. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. We right. have a nutrition section, style section, yeah. EAP life. So seriously, how to become the best agent you can and generate those leads? Well, bulk it up. That's how we make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we'll move into the BeatZilla questions. We had four pretty decent ones. Uh, You guys have been nice and busy generating leads, trying out testing, split testing new squeeze pages, all sorts of great stuff. Um, The first one I want to dive into, our our lovely guest, uh, what, four or five podcasts ago, Miss Karen Carr. Um, she brought up a really good question. She goes, every now and then I create a Facebook ad that gets zero reach. I created a, just a sold ad, picked a three mile radius around an address and targeted homeowners. It'll be a small audience, but surely it's more than zero. It's been about 24 hours. Tyler or Kelvin, can you help me figure out why this happens? Uh, I specifically wanted to go to Tyler since he answered it in the Beatzilla group. But if there's people who want to, you know, listen to the podcast or aren't part of that group, they might want to, might help them out. Yeah, cool. Um, so it's a great question. I would say the thing to focus on uh, there is to not target so much. Um, When we first started (coughs) on Facebook ads, like a long time ago, we would start out by remarketing only, thinking that it's the best. And then we started out by like going hyper specific with like 20 interests. And the problem there is you like limit your audience. Let's say there's, let's say there's like 10 people on Facebook to make this analogy simple. And you say you need to be this, 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 this in this geographic area. The number of times people that match all of that actually log into the Facebook app and you actually have the highest bid for your ad to actually be shown to them. I start sounding like Kelvin because I say actually every other word. But um, <laughs> called you out. But, uh, called you out. Love it. <laughs> but you see my point where you, you start to have a very, very low chance of actually reaching those people. And because you don't reach them enough, 
your ad never gains momentum. So Facebook, uh, they care about user experience more than they care about your ad. So they're not gonna show your ad at a cheap price until it reaches a critical mass of impressions. And so your cost is gonna actually be high and then it's gonna dip. And then once you get to like a four or five frequency, it's gonna start going up again. So in your case, I think I replied saying, like since all that is true, what I would do is I would remove the homeowner section of that and just target everyone in that zip code because you're going. it's just like sending postcards to a zip code. The reason you're doing it is to show you're marketing their house harder than every other agent so that you start stirring up envy in the people who've listed their house with an agent who isn't doing that and you have an easier chance of getting listings in that zip code in the future. And then generating the leads from the people nearby and all those other periphery like events that happen. Um, so with that being the case, I would eliminate the homeowner element of that and just target the people in that area. Some of our best converting ads have maybe like one thing, like show this to people in the United States that are a lookalike audience of this. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I can read. Yeah, and they are the best right, converting yeah. ads because at that point you let the copy and the images be the filter, not your preconceived notion of who you should target on Facebook. And then just right. following up on the beat Zillow post, looks like Karen adjusted her, her radius from a three mile to the whole town. And, uh, that just it turbocharged it. She got 530 views <laughs> right away. So, so everything so, I just so, spoke to you works. <laughs> yeah. Lots of, uh, actually what's kind of funny is we, lots of talk about zip codes and, and geographic areas to run your advertising. We talked about it last week on last week's podcast too. So it's kind of cool. Love, love talking about that type of stuff. Kelvin, did you want to chime in with anything on that? No, no. I think that I really have nothing else to add to that. It's just that occasionally, and that's something that agents run into a lot, it seems like. And you can see in the feed and beat Zillow that a lot of people started chiming in like, oh, this makes sense. That might be why my ad didn't pan out. And a lot of the times that's a huge reason the ads aren't panning out. And it's just so tempting and to just over target and over focus the ads that it ends up hurting you. Right. No. And I've run into that too, like doing some of the, uh, some, you know, some work with one-on-one -on -one coaching with, you know, with some people and stuff like that, where they are, they're so caught up on like, you know, what type of person am I looking for when in general, a lot of it's misinformation be too, them, right? the because the way Google works, and this is, this is a peek behind the curtain, but the way Google works is they show articles that are relatively older. And so it was really popular six to 18 months ago for everyone to say, oh, you should just really target, get really targeted clicks. It's going to get really cheap. And like that parameter just doesn't work anymore, more, even though it did work like 18 months ago. So be careful where you're getting your information about this stuff, because like it, it could be old and inaccurate. Right. Very good. good. Great question, Karen. Thank you so much for sending that into the BeatZillow group. We really appreciate it. Hopefully this helps you out, you know, helps you understand it a little bit more and helps other people understand it a little bit more as well. Um, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, Mr. Adam Meek sent in a really short, simple question, but I thought for Robert, it's fantastic because he's sending out emails, doing all the crazy stuff, trying to generate as much interest about our product as possible. So he might be the best one. And his question was simple. How do you handle 200 plus leads a day? Okay. So for me, I'm hearing that number and uh, the way it was asked and I may be wrong, but I'm calling baloney on it um, <laughs> to get 200 leads a day. I mean, even if they're, if those are sales leads, typically that's one and a half percent of visitors that puts you at like 
300K to 600K visits a month. So if you're doing that, I want to go find your site and study what you're doing um, to, to get results like that. I think that's pretty impressive. But um, and I think like at like the the question eked me because it, it comes from a place of asking like it's an event like, oh, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and have 200 leads. And how do I manage them? And that's just not how it works. It's going to start off with one lead a day and then it's going to be five leads a day and then it's going to be 10 leads a day, 20, 50, 100, 200. So um, as like if you if you're actually moving towards 200 leads a day, you would already have a rough idea of the system in place. And dealing with like 50 a day isn't a whole lot different from dealing with 200 a day. Really, the major changes are you can choose to do just a massive automation plan where you have everything built out in a crazy CRM like Infusionsoft and everything is is tracked. Um, or you could just do it with pure labor where you have you know, five, like one person can handle up to 50 leads a day, probably calling them and following up and scheduling. So if you were doing that, it would be real easy because it would just say, oh, I need four people. Um, But I think the major thing to focus on just to entertain the question is uh, you have to build systems that are scalable and that are clonable as you grow. So when you're dealing with 50 a day, when you're dealing with 10 a day, you start working out the little things that you need to figure out. And you didn't specify where the leads are coming from. Are these newsletter signups? Are they home value signups? Are they uh, buyer listing? Are they on an open house landing page? Are they on any of these things that would actually um, give them a segmentation? And then they have different follow-up plans. So I think when you're getting towards having a massive EAP, for instance, gets we get about 150 newsletter signups a day, and then we get about 50 leads a day or something. Um, so like that's 200 leads a day. And the way we found to manage it is adding paths for each one of those guys. So we can control, and this is cool because this is literally, I said paths, but that's literally what we're, we're sending out. So you can create, um, our new app is going to allow you to create custom tracks for each of these guys in your CRM. And you'll be able to select if you're a buyer, go to buyer. If you're a seller, go to the seller track. But it's really about a mix of, what we found the sweet spot between a mix of automation and then um, having a personal touch to someone to facilitate scheduling and all that kind of stuff. Um, So yeah, I think, um, and then this goes back to just, just system one one is creating, creating a way to deal with all the, any situation that could happen if they're going to, you know, they opt in and then they don't answer to you. They don't answer your instant response. What do you do? Do you have a, something in place to have someone follow up? Do you have something like that? And you kind of have to get the nitty gritty of all the potential cases and then build out systems from there. But once you have it working on a minute level, then you should be able to scale it with labor um, to, to up to and 200. And on no top big deal. of what Robert's talking about, you need to reclassify what a lead is. So there are leads that want right. to buy now. There are leads that want to buy in the future. There are leads that want to sell now, leads that want to sell in the future. And the way we do that is with varying levels of content. So we have free blogs, three videos. That goes to give us your email for the thing. That goes to paid eBooks. That goes to a paid course that we're rolling out. That goes to free courses. And so I'd say 200 leads a day, those are probably emails in an IDX. And so if you're getting 200 people in an email in an IDX, one of the first things I'd set up is the ultimate buyer's guide uh, for people buying in your area. And it can be a three-part video course with each video being four to 10 minutes long of you explaining three simple things to make their home search better. I would send the, I'd set up an auto um, invite from any CRM, any MailChimp, all the way through Infusionsoft, any of the complexity, um, just saying, hey, saw you sign up for IDX. We made this free course 
that will help you buy a home better, smarter, faster, cheaper. Um, it's a hot market out there. It's really hard to get the home of your dreams. This, this course will help you get the home of your dreams. Then you're going to get, let's say, uh, probably will convert around 30 to 50%. So you'll get a hundred like better leads. So then you just went from 200 terrible leads to really good leads who now know, like, and trust you. And then you can send out like emails that say, Hey, I saw you watch video one, two, and three. Uh, we should talk. And you won't even have to send that because people that watch video one, two, and three are going to call you and like, you're their agent from now on. So, um, I would say it's also building in friction to the funnel so that you aren't, or your team isn't calling 200 terrible leads a day because you basically want to exclude people right so you're like getting people to go opt in on a calendly or you're getting them to you're like okay you opted in now are you going to schedule and like literally you know 70 percent won't and you'll get 30 percent to go on there it'd be a firm deal who are actually interested so you're spending your time in the right place that's a great point. So uh, to feel, I have Beatzilla open right now. So just to like feel the fire of this conversation, it looks like Adam did respond. And here's what he here's what he said. And I think this is nice. So he said, "Thanks everyone for your insight." The post was clickbaity. So right off the bat, immediately this goes back to what Tyler was saying about the the different types of leads, the quality of leads. Right. Probably a huge volume of clickbaity um, leads aren't going to be high high value. Um, not that that's necessarily a bad thing. Clickbaity titles and articles can work in some capacity in terms of just general traffic back to your site and building SEO, whatever you want to go into there. But he said he's getting up to around 300 leads a day from his EAP website, but he said it's not sustainable. See, I I just don't understand at all. I really want to talk to this guy. Um, this is what has worked for me. I live in two, uh, with two different new listings at a price point of 60000 and 230000 respectively. I work and live in an area where about 50,000 people in the county, uh, bigger than Rhode Island, median home value for the county is around 130K. 10 to 25% of the 300 leads were <laughs> Papa Smurf slash Homer Simpson, etc. <laughs> Fake leads, faulty information. Um, leads tail off from about five days from the Instafarm page being published. Uh, and then he recommends not adding it to the EAP menu, create the Instafarm page from for a brand new listing with a 30 second video. And he goes into the structure there. So that's basically the layout that he's using. Um, Dude, that's awesome. Adam, good but job, man. Set that's up that like, court, right, that's so you're killer. like, how do I follow up with these people? Well, you configure it with MailChimp because it's free and you send them three emails that say, hey, get my free course I'm buying. Hey, get my free course I'm buying. Hey, get my free course I'm buying. And then right. like they see your three videos and like you've already given them more value than any agent in your market ever is going to. And you can... Right. Or so, even easier, I just watched that Tom Ferry video this morning. It was awesome. He's, he's literally, his tactic is, are you going to do like an average open house or are you going to do this big, fat, big dog open house? And so you have now a list of people you can retarget. You have all these people that you could email and you kind of don't know what to do with them, it sounds like. It's just like, well, I have an email and I may not have a number. I have no way to follow up with them. So you could start with um, like the guides and stuff like that. But also he... Tom just recommends throwing a huge open house. And every time you actually do an open house, just invite the whole list, have ads up and do a huge thing about it. And then move that listing quick, get all the neighbors over there and then referral network with them. So you have the biggest open house party and then you get referral sources and you leveraged all those emails into making you look like you're super legit. And it's a rollover effect of, of just from doing the activity. I thought that was amazing. Right. Well, you know who else takes advantage of those types of open houses where it's not 
it's not just like a oh crap, I got to roll out of bed and slap some signs up and call it, you know, sitting there for four hours. It was uh, Eric Carmen because he was running a whole bunch of different split tests and experiments with that signing, you know, having a squeeze page set up while you're in the open house on an iPad or a computer screen where you can opt in that way, stuff like that. So if you bring a little bit of knowledge, you bring a little bit of technology into it, and and he he partnered up with a local cupcake company, I believe, in Colorado. And that was the sna- the snack where these like super high end really nice cupcakes and it it went well it went fantastic he generated a crap load of leads ton of brand recognition and it showed that he was you know in the community working hard you know meeting up partnering up with people and those those <clears throat> personal introductions when you find yourself in a place that's concentrated with you know potential buyers and then neighbors and people who know who knows how many referrals you could like you could squeeze out of that and then you're adding those guys to those same lists that you already built and then you could send them the buyer's guy like hey you know and it's just like a constant cycle of of working that list and getting retargeting and then showing them more open houses um, Mr. Adam, we might have you on the podcast now that I think about it. We're going to have um, to. We're going to have to do something with you. Um, just a heads up, you are in the best possible worst case scenario I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I have all these leads <laughs> and I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> I love that. I love it. It's fantastic. Hopefully we we helped you out. Maybe start getting some automation sorted out and so on. So that's great, man. Good for you. Um, thank you, Robert, for answering that question uh, really, really thoughtfully. You didn't even have your notebook out, which is pretty impressive. My notebook's up here. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I just lose on. pages every now and then. <laughs> Mr. Noir asked a question, looking to incorporate videos into my overall marketing strategy. Any feedback or recommendations on using Wistia, YouTube, or other systems? Think in advance. Mr. Kelvin, since you are the video master, please take this one away. Thanks, buddy. So... um Literally, this is just going to come down to, I would simply focus on YouTube. Wistia is cool because of the lead capture capability they offer in video, but the problem is that you're going to have to start paying, so I don't know what the, what type of budget you're looking at. Um, their free plan only allows for three videos, and that's pretty limiting. I And with the new features that YouTube's continually adding to to what they have over on their platform in terms of live streaming, chat, um, end screen video the end screen annotations where you can have people subscribe and move over to your website. I just think YouTube's the only place you should really be focusing on. And then I would just focus on embedding all of your YouTube content without throughout your site and then focus on dispersing all that video content through different social channels. Um, also the sense of community over on YouTube is, is much better than any other video platform out there. Vimeo back in 2008, even up to probably around 2014 and 15 was you could probably make an argument that you should be putting video there, but in the last year or so, it's really died off in terms of community. It's starting to dry up. Um, so the only place I would really be focusing on when it comes to video is YouTube. And then it's just about embedding and diversifying how you're spreading out all that video content. Right. Absolutely. And then I went right off. Uh, I, so I like to follow along, you know, like you'll get those retargeting from kind of spam sites in your Facebook. Um, and when you see those, they're straight internet mark, like sure news is one of them and they just will never leave you alone. But I like to follow what they do because they usually tend to be kind of gray hat, um, marketing tactics, which may or may not, you know, they could be frowned upon or not, but I've seen those guys actually start 
uh, they switched mostly to Facebook embeds. So if you're using that content on Facebook and you're trying to make a presence and a big dent on Facebook, um, there's like Facebook video might be an option too. Or That's just what I was going to say. Duplicate your efforts and upload to YouTube and Facebook with the same video. But these guys are all embedding Facebook, so don't write them off. Oh, but Wistia isn't as much of a search engine and neither is Vimeo. So YouTube or Facebook is yeah. the only one that really makes sense. I would sense say trying Facebook and YouTube just for the network effect. You can embed them on lead pages. You can embed them on squeeze pages. You can embed them on your blog. Um, I would start there. Like You can get into webinars. You can get into AWS. You can get into Wistia. But for real estate, I would just start creating evergreen content and putting it on YouTube because there's just there's just so much long-term benefit for you ranking for community searches on YouTube. Like it's just indispensable. Yeah. And in terms of platforms, YouTube's the main platform, but they're right. I totally didn't even think about Facebook's really pushing video. Take the same video that you're putting on YouTube, upload that directly into Facebook. You can upload that directly into Twitter. You can upload that directly into Instagram. So you're, in, you're, you're using that same video across the different social networks that are really trumping out different. And then one platforms. little hack we had Absolutely. to make all our videos better is this free service called Authonic. A- U-P-H-O-N-I-C. It's uh, free. It will just upload your video there and they will compress and make the audio sound radio quality and level it out so that when someone's at like 50% volume on YouTube, it's actually like a an honest 50%. So just check that out. It's a good, quick, free way to make all of your videos and audio sound better. Um, but I would use YouTube. Anyway, I got to go, guys. I've got a Facebook Live coming up, but uh, <laughs> I think these guys will take care of you the rest of the podcast. So... Thanks for having me, Chris. See you, Go Tyler. Go pee Tyler. Have a good one. Take it easy, <laughs> man. Hey, put some shoes on, dude. <laughs> Take those sandals off right now. You got a YouTube video coming up. They're going to see your full body. Come on, Tyler. All right, cool. So speaking of uh, with videos and so on like that, um, I wholeheartedly agree with Robert. Um Facebook would be another really, really great platform to take advantage of. Hell, we do it, right? Every video that you create, even the podcasts get posted on YouTube and our Facebook video on top of it. So well, you've got to figure out how to be everywhere while doing as little as possible, right? So you're like, you got to repurpose stuff. And that's just like, the cool thing about creating a video is you get a blog out of it. You can explain it. You can do a transcript of it in a blog and then you can embed it. And so when people view the blog, they view your video and it creates just a vicious loop of, of being everywhere, but only doing one video. Right. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. With, uh, with video content, as far as ideas for content, we could talk, we could have a whole podcast episode about that. Um, as far as content, some real quick, basic ones, uh, you know, we've seen some, we've seen some really great ones from people, anything from like little tiny homes to, to, I mean, what else? Like reviews of restaurants to just staying focused, you know, drone footage of the area, anything you can think of that can, you can put your, your voice to match your face with your actual picture, see that you're a real human being and not some robot online. It's, it's a win-win across the board. And Kelvin so, actually just wrote a really good post on the, the 10 minute guide to making your first like intro real estate video. So check that out on the blog, um, eap.com slash blog. <laughs> and uh yeah no but check that article out it shows uh some samples you can kind of see what people are doing um just uh, some lead sites clients too on there um i thought it was there was just it was pretty sweet to see uh so thanks for putting that together kelvin yeah man no worries absolutely awesome great question really really fantastic question once again these vague ones man we can talk about them all it's not really vague but it's you know it opens up this pandora's box of really great comments and content that we can give you guys which is great so keep the questions coming um, and then check this out real quick. One, one vanity stat. 
our average <laughs> Let me hear at, <laughs> easy agent pro just as an example our blog they stay on the blog for a little like a minute and five seconds that's our average average time on blog right now our average youtube is five minutes and five seconds so you're right. getting five minutes to get your message out versus one minute and they don't have to read and you get to talk to them and you get to build trust it's like it's killing it right now so definitely don't neglect it yeah it's wins across the board and don't be scared to put your face out man seriously like there's been people out there who have been so hesitant to do it. And then the second they do it, they just realize, holy crap, I've been making this mistake for far too long, you know? And that's, that's the part of the building up charm too, right? Like you see me and Kelvin always joke about that, that YouTube video we did of the, the questions that we asked. And there's like a little snippet of, of bloopers at the end, add it in there, you know, comedy, comedy makes people laugh and makes people fall in love with you. So. And don't try to make the ACE video right away. Like if it's going to take you eight hours to make an intro video, don't do it. Like make the one that takes you 30 minutes and get yep. better and do it regularly. Like it's not like you're going to make one video that's going to take over the world. But if you have a consistent supply of, of videos, you'll get better as you go and it'll get easier and they'll be they'll just be cleaner and more effective. And that goes for any any content that you're creating, really, when you think about it. right? Just do it. Just, yeah. Yeah. just, just keep it. Up. Done on a schedule. Yeah. Just, just literally Wednesdays, release that video, and then Rome. That's Rome it. wasn't built in a day. Is the best way to put it. Am I like? Well, go uh, ahead, Alex. Sorry. And, and sometimes those ones that aren't super overproduced are are great because they people can see that you're a real person just out there shooting this thing on your phone, and they're, you're they're you're a real person, a real agent out there doing your job. It gives them like a little bit of that peek behind the curtain, and instead of it being this slick, there's a place for both for sure. I'm not knocking one or the other, but um, but I think those can do do really well absolutely to, to just give you reveal your real personality absolutely look at i mean i i know this isn't really video content but look at how much the podcast has evolved right it went from just trying to pump it out there to slowly as we get better and better at it it sounds better the audio quality is higher we're getting and we're getting more volume and more traffic and more listeners and downloads than ever before and the big reason for it is we're not sitting here tearing apart this podcast episode by episode we're just talking, having fun, and then I edit it really quick in a day, and it gets uploaded every Monday because we're just doing it. That's the important part is it's getting out there. The content's out there. It's building up SEO over time. Um, it's starting to land on specific pages. People are listening to it a lot more often because it's constantly there. It's constantly in their face. So, you know... it. Yeah, there's st- and there's stuff you'll learn that works or doesn't work, but the only way you learn that is by putting it out into the world. And then someone who sees it makes a comment about it, or you get five episodes in and go back and listen to your first one or watch and your first one. And then you laugh one, about it. And you're like, oh, <laughs> man, yeah. And you're like, oh, man, I should have done this, 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 and this. And, you know, I quit doing this, but that was actually a really good idea if I would have executed it differently. But the only way you do that is by putting it out into the world and, and being a little bit brave. Like, Calvin, how many start. how many times did they give you crap about your lighting when you were first starting? <laughs> oh, my God, so you're many like, times. <laughs> but, sir, I think state. you need a fill light back there. I see a shadow. Yeah, I who swear, knew there was man. light experts in, the, <laughs> I in swear. real estate? <laughs> no. I see your shadow, Kelvin. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> totally it's, right. You know why? It's that damn red butcher paper. Needs to be hey, we oh, got to <laughs> clean now. That's why Kelvin doesn't want to change it. He's like, this yeah, is finally finally feedback. figured it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fire's led me here. In the color spectrum, Kelvin. <laughs> it's time to change it. <laughs> just keep uploading. You progress. If you look at the first video we uploaded to where we are now, there's a huge change. You just grow naturally. That's just what happens. Uh, just be anything. consistent with it, though. Yeah, just be That's consistent. That's the important That's... part. It's anything. Look at our Instagram account. Another perfect example of that, right? Per- I just made up a word. That was crazy. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> look at that. It's another fantastic example. It doesn't even need to be motion- moving picture or audio. Just just changing images up. And then all of a sudden, you start seeing these buildups and, you're, and your 
constantly putting stuff out there. Kelvin, you made a fantastic blog about it, I don't know, months ago, and you already saw a huge change. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, or even on like a YouTube video that you were still working the tweaks on the crappy lighting out on. So it's not, you know, it's... You just, <laughs> My crappy lighting. Thanks, man. Just, no problem. Love you, dude. I was One trying. One day you'll get it, dude. One day you'll get it's it. It's hard. <laughs> I've been doing videos for over a year now, and it's still hard, like figuring Stand out white strong. balance and lights. We had a joke. There's a couple podcasts ago, Kelvin got in a little bit of a panic. We were talking beforehand, and he's like, yeah, dude, you think editing the podcast is hard? I have to stare at color spectrums the entire day while I'm editing a stupid picture of my face. <laughs> <laughs> so now we so, know Kelvin tans himself with, with lighting effects. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm actually all, extremely pale. I just don't like it. I'm very olive I'm very- today. <laughs> I love it. To answer your question, man, just get the content out there, right? That's ultimately what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. So, so great we question. Have, we had one more, yeah? Yeah, we did. Mr. Alec has been waiting patiently with only saying like one or two words. This so patiently. So patient. <laughs> Robert and Ty were killing it, man. I didn't want to, you know, squash the momentum. Oh, gosh. I thought it was great. This is a great podcast. Barry Peterson asked, yeah. has anyone done a video ad for sellers? Um, we just sold a home very quickly and above the listing price and need more like that and want to capture new sellers. Any thoughts, Mr. Alec, I believe you answered this question in BeatZillow. So if you want to, yeah, so I spoke with, with Barry in BeatZillow and then I believe in office hours about this. And I'm, I'm actually really curious to see what Kelvin has to say about this. Um, but what I had told Barry was that to do something similar to what we do is like anytime we have a success or something like that, we break it down and turn it into like this helpful, informative case study. Um, and then we'll slap a call to action on it. So in this case, it would be something like, uh, um, we just sold this house. Here's how we did it. Here's how we got more. Here's how we sold it faster. If you're interested in listing to fill out this form to get our, our top five tips and get a little bit more information, not yet going for the punch of like, you know, come list with me right now, right. but give some helpful information in a video that leads to another piece of helpful information. And then she can follow up um, however she needs to, to actually turn that into. And then w- when the time is right, ask for that, ask for their business basically. So, but I'm, I'm curious to see what Robert and uh, Kelvin have to say about this. No, I think you're totally right, man. Breaking down your success stories into case studies like that, and then using it as, as content essentially that you can leverage down the line is probably one of the best things you could be doing. So she could break down in a video, you know, here's some of the key factors that contribute to uh, having a smooth process as a seller. Here's what specifically happened in this seller's case. If you'd like to learn more, I would love to chat with you. There's a link right down below. Schedule a time. We can have a 15-minute call. We can talk about your specific situation, what you can be doing. So I think repurposing your success stories into content that you can leverage is, is a fantastic strategy. Even clickbaitier, see how I sold this home in two weeks for 10% more than asking price. Dude, like, exactly. it's just it's like, who wouldn't, yeah. who wouldn't want to see that? Like, you're like, man. You'll have 200 leads a day. And like, right? get, get, yeah, get my method. And like, you can literally steal well, uh, this if you go well, and if that's not. And if that's the true story of like, use your exact data. Yeah. I mean, like, Let me, and, and I want to yeah, give you guys be a really, really good example of an individual who sells homes within 24 hours and her, her name, um, Oh my God, it's, it's leaving me now. Of course I had it. Anyways, uh, Kathy, I think it's Kathy. Kathy Fulton is her name. She does this really, she has this fantastic program that she sets up for sellers. And it's basically not only do we get your hold your home sold, but we do a professional video walkthrough tour of the home. Right. So she does that. These houses sell within 24 hours of her posting these videos on Facebook. Right. So 
you know, maybe after you've mastered the squeeze page, you start generating some interest and some buildup, that might be the next appropriate step to take. Incorporate it into a program that is included in the house selling process, right? Get a really great video tour of it and then post that and just say, look, this is how we do it. Um, it has been done. Click here if you want to be part of that same process. And even better, get like a video testimonial of a client. You know, you could give them like, you know, if you could pay them for it, uh, a couple hundred bucks or something, but like, Hey, can I come shoot a video with you and tell them how, like have them tell it. Nothing's more powerful than someone saying my house. I am so happy. I made more money than I expected. And it happened so fast. And like, that's Mm -hmm. like, do you want this? Absolutely. I sure do. Yep, exactly. I thought that was a great idea. And even better if they had listed it with someone else before and it didn't sell or something <laughs> like that. And you, and once you can, if you like keep doing that, taking your your successes, turning them into marketing material and just keep rolling your successes into more successes, you'll find stories like that that just keep growing your marketing when you turn those those stories into content. And then if one is powerful, imagine what sending them a book of 10 would do. It's like, here's 10 right. people yeah, I did exactly. this with. Like, do you believe me? Like, you shouldn't have, you have <laughs> nothing to question. You're like, man, there's 10 videos. He's in every video. She's in every video. And then like, wow, this is real deal. That's who I want to sell my house. Absolutely. Yeah. So don't, just don't be bashful about, about tooting your own horn on, on, uh, when you do something, especially really as good an agent, exceptional yeah. results, especially yeah. that's, yeah. that's the reason why there's a testimonial section on your AP site, right? The whole purpose of it is to build trust. And if all you have is these fantastic opportunities to take advantage of really great sales you've done, why not make it happen? I think it's great. Anybody else want to chime in before we head off? We sign off. No, no man. That's I think we're all good. good. Go once going twice. Going three times sold. I'm going to edit that out. That was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for sitting in with us, listening to our shenanigans. Um, Get, you know, I just want to give a huge shout out to Gordon Ramsay for his weird protein things that he does. We got our, you know, GQ model, uh, Rosie, Rosie Roberts in the house and we're just making it happen. We're taking care of business. Tyler had to leave a little early. He had a potty break. He had to take care of, um, and we will be back next week, hopefully with tons more comment content for you guys, how to generate leads, how to better yourself as agents. And we will see you next week on Thursday again, right? I think. Yeah. If you want to reach out to us, give us a comment. Uh, send us a tweet. <laughs> send us a tweet at uh, Easy Agent Pro um, or shoot us an email to support at easyagentpro.com. We appreciate it, guys, as always. And we look forward to talking to you later. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for later. everything. Thank you for listening to In The Lead. If you have enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com. And as always, we'll see you later.